Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. If you've been paying attention for the last few years, chances are you've noticed that it seems like everyone is under a mass deception. Unfortunately, the great deception spoken of in Scripture will make today's events seem like a walk in the park. In today's message, Pastor J.D. warned you not to buy the lie. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 23rd, 2022. I've titled today's update, Don't Buy the Lie. (laughs) I chose this title for what I hope will be deemed obvious reasons, given the massive deception and confusion that's now happening in the world today. You know, and oftentimes overlooked prophecy in the Bible is that of the demonic deception in the last days that we're told will blanket the entire earth, and all the nations on earth. The Savior Himself lists deception and lies first and foremost when answering the disciples' questions about the end of the age. It's in Matthew 24, a passage, a chapter familiar to most. I want to draw your attention to verses 3 and 4. We're told that as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to Him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? It's actually a a twofold question, but really if you look at it closely, they're actually asking three questions. When will this happen? One, what will be the sign of your coming? Two, and what will be the sign of the end of the age? Three, and then Jesus goes on to answer their questions, and we're told, verse four, Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. Right out of the chute. First thing, deception. Okay, you guys, you want to know what's going to mark the last days? The first and foremost sign that will indicate that it's the time of the end, the end of the age, and my coming, first thing, deception. And then he goes on, of course, to list other signs 
really better seen as and said as birth pains, which come in greater frequency and greater intensity. And he lists things like racial uprisings. There will be ethnic groups rising up against ethnic groups, nation against nation. This is racial tension, racial uprising. And then he also lists famines and pestilences. (laughs) And then he also adds to that list that there will be earthquakes in diverse or different various places. And then he likens all of these things with deception at the first and the top of the list. He wraps all of them up and likens them to birth pains. These will be the beginning keyword of birth pains. So we set a a precedent of sorts from the Savior Himself concerning this particular prophetic sign. When you get to the epistles, the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit, writes extensively, concerning this demonic deception and powerful delusion that will mark the last days. In his first letter to Timothy, chapter 4, verse 1. And by the way, his letters to Timothy were the last letters he would ever write. And he says, verse 1, 1 Timothy 4, Now the Spirit expressly says, that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to, listen, deceiving spirits, deception, and doctrines of demons. This is a demonic deception that will mark the last days. Now the reason I mentioned that This was the last of the letters that the Apostle Paul would write when you get to Thessalonians. These were the first letters that the Apostle Paul would write, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians. So, chapter 2, 2nd Thessalonians. I'll begin reading in verse 9, again a passage that many are familiar with, but I want to draw your attention to something here. He writes, the coming of the lawless one, this is the Antichrist, will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie, the lie. And all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish, here's why, because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, verse 11, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie, the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Wow. 
Okay, can, can I just humbly ask you to bear with me for just a moment on this? You know what he's saying here? <laughs> and, and please, don't for a second think that God is sending this strong or powerful delusion and deception so that they'll believe the lie as if it's God who's deceiving them. That is absolutely not the case. In fact, it is the exact opposite that's true. Their mind is already made up. Their fate is already sealed. And their heart is already hardened. They've already decided, as we just so beautifully worshiped, not to follow Jesus, the truth. But they refused the truth, the love of the truth to be saved. And God will never force Himself on anyone. He has given us free will. He has given us the choice. Now, that's not to say that God will not (laughs) strive with man. The Spirit of God striving with the Spirit of man, because it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance and a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's God's will. And so He will give them as many opportunities. But there does come a time when the Spirit of God will no longer strive with man. Romans 1 is a very, very difficult passage of Scripture, but it's basically God saying, okay, it looks like you've already made up your mind. And He gives them over to that which they are consumed with in all of their wickedness. Women burning in lust for women, men for men. They have already made their decision. I think about Pharaoh when God is delivering the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt. And it's really quite an intriguing account because I think it's something like eight times... (laughs) It says something to the effect of, and Pharaoh hardened his heart. But in those eight times, it also says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. What? Wait a minute. And now you're telling me God sends a strong delusion? That's not fair. Wait a minute. Not so fast. He's giving up and giving them over to the decision they've already made. He tried, (laughs) but they already made their decision. They already hardened their heart. They already sealed their fate. They already made up their mind. And God says, okay, so you're going to reject the truth? When you reject the truth, hear me me out on this. When you reject the truth, you open yourself up to the lie of lies from the father of lies, Jesus said, is the devil himself. When you reject the truth, it's game over. You'll believe any lie, and you will believe the lie. So this is God 
basically saying, okay, have it your way. You reject and refuse to love the truth and so be saved. It's for this reason that now I will send a powerful delusion so that you will believe the lie because you have not believed the truth. And not only that, if you can imagine, you you actually delight in your wickedness. You take great delight and pleasure in your wickedness. Well, the Apostle John, in what I would argue is one of the most astounding prophecies in the Bible, wrote about this deception in the book of Revelation, and it's concerning the fall of Babylon in the seven-year tribulation. It's Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. And here's why. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. I want you to hang on to this word, sorcery. We're going to come back to it here in a moment. It is the Greek word in the original language of the Greek New Testament, pharmakeia, where we get our English word for pharmacy, pharmaceutical, pharma. It's the sorcery, the wicked witchcraft involving pharmaceuticals. The reason I save this Revelation 18 prophecy for last is because, and I think you would agree with me when I say this, it speaks with precision accuracy to exactly what's happening now. And if you'll kindly allow me to, I want to expound on this specifically as it relates to all the nations on earth being deceived by the lie. Okay, what follows are just three of the numerous and voluminous lies that all the nations have believed and as such been deceived. By way of a preface, I need to mention something because the misinformation, not the information, the misinformation now is infinitely worse than it has been in recent months. I want to say maybe five, six months. It has gotten infinitely worse. And this because it furthers the narrative of confusion and deception to serve the aforementioned lie. Let me maybe explain that a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but even, let's call it six months ago, it was a little bit easier to search 
The internet, by the way, <laughs> okay, we're off of YouTube, I can say this. Don't, don't use Google. Really? YouTube, are you kidding me? Not, okay. <laughs> Help me out, Lord, because I... First, you will not find the truth. Why? Because A, it has been buried so deep that you would have to search 538,000 pages to find it. Who has that time? I don't. And B, if it hasn't been buried that deep, it's been scrubbed, removed, deleted. Cannot find it. You know, uh, last year when someone reported us, I pray for their salvation. If they're saved, I pray for their repentance. But somebody apparently reported us, and we got a strike on YouTube and were censored. And uh, by the grace of God, I mean, we had already been working on our own website so that we could hit the ground running seamlessly and transition to our website where all of our videos were then relocated in their uncensored entirety. But that was a year ago, and it's gotten so much worse since then. So now what's happening, and it's really just a matter of time before even the introduction, we won't be able to do that on YouTube. So a lot of the information that you'll find that is not misinformation you'll find on other platforms. Now I hesitate to mention them by name. We are not on those platforms, at least not as of yet, because we want to direct people to our website. But these other platforms, at least for now, are alternative platforms where you can find information. But please, please, please be discerning. And what I mean by that is, in fact, you'll notice that recently I have kind of gotten away from quoting specific sources. There's a couple of reasons for that, one of which is that sometimes those sources turn out to be uh, not good sources. Let's just leave it at that. I'll try to be as gracious as I possibly can here. And then, even then, you come to find out that nobody really knows. It's speculation at best. And so I look back even in my archived notes, and we're going to refer to some of them today, but even those links that we provided in previous updates, they're no longer valid. And the ones that are still valid that you can still go to, well, it's kind of almost outdated. The shelf life of those links is such that so much has happened so fast, and everything has changed. And you go back and you look at that, and you go, wait a minute, that's not the case anymore. That's how deceptive this is. That's how confusing this is. And again, make no mistake about it, who's the author of confusion? The devil, right? 
So this is all by design. This is deliberate. This is the deception, the strong or powerful delusion that will take place when it's ultimately fulfilled according to 2 Thessalonians 2 during the seven year tribulation. But it's already happening. We're already seeing it. It's beginning to come to pass. So I only say that to say this, that I'm going to reference previous updates which have links, but, and that was the information and the documentation that was available at that time. I'll still refer to them because, well again, two reasons, bear with me. First, I don't want to reinvent the proverbial wheel. And second, even now, and I spend an inordinate amount of time going through a, I mean a voluminous amount of material on any given week in preparation for the update. And I got to tell you, I have to confess to you, and maybe you're experiencing the same thing I am. I, I can't find anything anymore. And whatever I do find, the vetting process for the authenticity of that particular document or article, because when I get up here, as is my privilege to every week, I got to make sure that it's accurate, because I don't want to be sharing with you information that is not accurate. So, and, and one last thing, you should never just take my word for it. Oh, Pastor J.D. said, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Be a Berean. And he, actually, let me say it this way. I was thinking about this this last week. Stop searching the internet daily. Daily. Start searching the scriptures daily. Daily. Oh, see, this is what I love about you. Yes. Yes. I, I, I have to confess that I'm speaking for myself. Here I am searching, oh, uh, mm, page 94, no. Uh, uh. Let me try this, you know, advanced search. And I'm so frustrated. It's like the Holy Spirit going, hello? <laughs> what? What are you doing? I'm searching for the prophecy update. Stop. Stop searching the internet. Start searching the scriptures. So here's the thing. I, I already said one last thing. I can't say one more last thing yet. I will at the end, of course. But it is so confusing. And truth be made known, nobody really knows. And when you don't know, what do you do? You go to the one who does know. Here's what I do know. God said that it would be exactly like this at the time of the end. God said, this, I can know this. <laughs> forget that expert. Forget this expert over here. I, I have the expert of experts. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.